Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I am your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm your host, Phaedra Smith. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how I get better when I focus. And you know, we like to start every episode off with the definition of the word, topic, phrase that we're going to be discussing. So Phaedra, what is the definition of the word focus? This particular definition has a noun version and a verb version. So I'm going to read both. The noun version says the state or quality of having or producing clear visual definition. So for example, his face is rather out of focus. There's also a verb definition that is geared more towards concentrating. So protect to, to pay particular attention to, to concentrate or to focus on a certain subject. I think both are relevant to what we're talking about. And so I think it'll be kind of fun to sit here and talk about how focusing or not focusing, how we can, how those both of those definitions kind of play a part in our everyday lives. Yeah. And for me, that's when I think about the word focus, I'm usually thinking about more of that action of paying close attention to a specific thing. And I always like to say the word hyper-focus because I think it requires you to be hyper-focused in order to get some ish done. (laughs) So we have to learn how to focus and get better at focusing so that we can get things done. And that's why I'm glad we're talking about this today because I I really need to refocus on some things personally. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably can say they can find something that they need to improve their focus on also. I also vibe with the first definition because I wear glasses and I need (laughs) my vision improved. And so I definitely see uh, both having significance in my own life. So I'm glad we're touching on this. What is yeah. it? What do you, what does it mean to you when you hear the word focus? Well, I, I, I agree with you when we're talking about to concentrate, but the first definition, I guess I'm taking it in a different version. So instead of talking about, for example, glasses, I'm thinking about my life and how when I get out of focus on things, my vision, so whether it be a dream that I have, a goal that I have, plans that I have, whether even for when you say I set New Year's resolutions, because those are coming up, people make those every year, or you have a vision board. Either of those two things, if you don't stay on track, it seems as if your it can seem as if your vision gets cloudy. So when we're talking about even with the glasses example that you had, I think that mentally our vision can get cloudy if we're not being intentional about staying focused. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I know clarifying our intentions is a part of improving your focus. Right. Because I agree with that. You know, you need to know why are you doing the thing that you're doing? Right. Because if it's confusing or convoluted or disheveled into, you know, goal, then you have to clean it up a little bit sometimes so that you can start to focus on it. Right, right. So our first question is discuss why it's so important. And would that be an answer? It's so important to be able to get better at focus because if you're not intentional about your goals and staying focused, then your vision becomes cloudy. 
that would definitely be one of the reasons why it's important. I think I, even me when I was saying how focus is necessary to get things done, that's another reason why it's important. We do things a lot of the times automatically or subconsciously. We just go about our day and we don't always see the day. <laughs> we just go through it. That's true. And we're not focusing on what we're doing all the time as we do it. When I'm driving, I'm just driving a lot of the time and letting my subconscious take over and I'm not paying attention to every single thing around me. And so focus is not just getting through life, but actually paying attention to detail. That was such a good example. I don't know how many times I have used the driving analogy with clients with the example of who's in the driver seat of your life. Because oftentimes we get used to blaming others or other situations for our failures or our mistakes. And in those situations, I give examples of who's driving your car. But just like you mentioned, so in the when we're talking about driving the car of life, we can just get on autopilot. And when we oftentimes, I don't know about you, but somebody will say, well, how was your day yesterday? How was your weekend? And I'm like, I can't even remember. Right. That part. Like, what did I do? <laughs> what, what did I even wear yesterday? Uh, oh, yeah, I did this. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think that we're abnormal. I think many people do that. We just get on autopilot and we're not intentional about what we're doing with our children, what we're doing with our significant others, what we're doing with friends. For me, and I know for you this is true, what we what have what have we have we been intentional about spending time and in, in um with, with God, with our spiritual lives? Which I kind of think that kind of brings us into examples of consequences of not being focused. What are some consequences when you're not focused? From my personal experience, when I'm not focused on the things that I should be getting focused on, there's just a, my life just <laughs> tends to not go well. And this is my personal experience. Like, it's not that it's anything catastrophic is happening per se, but it's just, it doesn't flow smoothly or things get lost or forgotten or I'm not getting things done that need to get done or they're, or I'm procrastinating getting right. things done that need to get done. So it's just a disorganized way to live when you don't have the ability to focus your mind and your intentions on certain things. Of course, we talk a lot about balance. So you need to know that there are times when it's okay to just rest, rest and relax and just go with the flow of life. But when you, if to have balance, you have to have the other side of the coin, which mm -hmm. is there are days where you need to focus on doing some things. Right. So if you, if you never take the time to focus on anything, I mean, your life is just my life. I'll just talk for myself because I don't want to put this on other people. It just gets into a state of disorganized chaos. And right. I don't like that. It's very right. unsettling for me. Right. You mentioned something and I just want to call attention to it. Not that it's wrong or right, but sometimes focusing is described. It's described as the opposite of being able to relax. And I think that that's the idea of, in my opinion, that's the idea of hyper-focusing. I do think that we can be intentional and aware 
without uh, it being stressful. And so I think as we go on in this episode, we can, we're going to talk about that. How do I remain focused without stress? Because I think that that oftentimes is the reason why we go on autopilot, because we think that if I can just zone out, then that's the equivalent of chilling out and being cool and being calm and collected. When oftentimes that's the exact opposite. We have a lot of consequences that come from that. So like you said, being in chaos. I think the other thing is really in missing missing important things during the day, missing important events that may happen, not really clearly hearing a conversation where they told you some important information. Also, when we're not focused, you mentioned before, like feeling lost or losing things. I think that's such a good example. You keep giving these little nuggets and I'm like, oh yeah, because how many times have I just put my keys or my phone down somewhere? Then I go back and I'm like, where in the world did I put this? What was I thinking? And I wasn't thinking, but we do that a lot of times. And I think not to go too deep, but just in that same vein, how often do we turn around and our kids have just grown up? And it's like, where did that go? Where did that time go? Right. How many times have we just lost focus? We haven't been paying attention because in our minds, we've just been going with the flow. And so I think those are some consequences. Did you have something to add? No, no, I think you said it with what you said. And it's something that we all struggle with at times because that really puts us or sets us up to talk about what are the barriers and what are those things that keep us from being able to maintain our focus. And just leading up to that is the reasons why we struggle with it is because there are so many distractions (laughs) that get you off your focus. There are so many things that can come into your vision and cloud it with or clutter it up (laughs) so that you cannot see. So you have cloudy. So when I was a police officer, there was this idea or not idea, but this thing that they would teach us called the difference between concealment and cover. And I want to bring that into this discussion because when we talk about concealment versus cover, so concealment. So this was a a thing they taught us about, say someone is trying to shoot at you. (laughs) You have, you may have concealment or you may have cover. So concealment is basically, this is something I can hide behind, but it's not going to stop a bullet. (laughs) You may only have this particular item is not bulletproof, but at least you can hide a portion of yourself behind it. And then you have cover. So cover is a more solid thing, like a brick wall or what they would say, like if there's a vehicle, you want to get behind the engine block, not behind the door because bullets go through doors. So cover is something they might look like the same thing but they're not so when we talk about is your vision cloudy or is it cluttered because there's a difference when there's something cloudy like your windshield right you know when your windshield gets dirty you can still see through it but it's just not as clear of a picture right but if it's covered like say you have your sun visor up you cannot see anything (laughs) and so um when we're talking about focus sometimes it's cluttered and and blocked and sometimes it's just cloudy and you're still making it through and you're still doing a little something but you're not focused 
And a lot of the times it's those distractions that come in our way to prevent us from being able to focus. That's one of the barriers. So we have to know the difference between a distraction or just something that, oh, well, I'm just having fun or I'm just scrolling on Facebook. Because sometimes we don't recognize when something's blocking our vision or our focus, but we think it's just a part of everyday life. And so I want us to be aware of that. What's distracting us? What's keeping us from being able to focus? And it's just life's distractions uh, most of the time. Right. Well, I think that that was such a good example. I like that visualization. I do think that there are, if we were to break that down even more, I would say it's not just things, but it's the things that create cloudiness within your thoughts, right? So whether it be I'm on Instagram all day and Therefore, I have started to compare my life with others or I am having next struggling with negative thoughts, self-esteem issues. Those are all also barriers that prevent us from being able to be present, to think clearly and not just I think they can cloud our view, but they also can cause blockages. They can create blockages like you mentioned, like I just can't see anything because I'm so walled off because I cannot see in front of me for the stress that's right here or me making comparisons or I'm not able to make the money I need from my job. So therefore it's preventing me from, from, from focusing. So that's one of the things I guess I'll add is that stress can create the negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the negative thoughts can create cloudiness and, and, and actual blockages along with the other distractions. Yeah, stress is definitely a big, major. We are under, in our society, I think, more stress than we've ever been under at any point of time in history. So much. And not just because of the pandemic, but I think even before that. You just the culture in which we live in in this country is really kind of designed to make you be in a state of stress. Yeah. You subscribe to it. And so it's a major barrier to being able to focus is when you're stressed. You can't think clearly when you're under stress. If you're under traumatic stress, you can't. You really can't think clearly. Right. So we have to be able to recognize when that's happening and how we can now get better at focusing so we 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 can go ahead and get into what are the ways we can practically work towards improving our ability to focus well as a therapist I go to therapy and specifically I I'm, I'm gonna talk about a couple of things so if you're looking for a therapist some of the things that I think some of the interventions that I think are really helpful in helping us to be able to focus I am trained in some things called Santray, also EMDR. Charlene is trained. She's in hypnosis. Those are some specific techniques that can that are designed to help create focus. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we were like just really simplify it to the bare bones of it. It is designed to to clear the way from all the trauma, all the things that are clouding your vision and perspective to be able to help you to think clearly again. It right. does a whole lot of other stuff too. And there's a whole process that goes into all of those things that are 
that are happening. But essentially, I think that therapy is so helpful in that because you have somebody there to asking questions that number one, you might not have even thought of ever. And number two, they, they're there to ask you questions and to kind of guide you towards, help you guide, get guided towards some clarity. So I think being able to have a trained person to be able to help you from a third party perspective, see the light, see things more clearly is definitely one way to, to get better. Yes, I agree. Seeking out therapy is the number one way you should <laughs> I'm coming from therapists, but you know, that it's, it's a great resource if you are looking for a way to start on your journey of developing focus and finding clarity. Yes. So focus is the act of paying attention. Mm-hmm. Clarity is how clear you see something. And so you need both. They kind of work together hand in hand. So developing a clear picture of what you want to do and then being able to focus on that yes so focus would come after finding clarity and therapy is really good for that also in therapy we use a a lot of grounding yeah techniques so grounding is another way to focus your mind and you can do that anywhere anytime while you're at work while you're driving while you're sitting at home and it brings you back into the state of the present of what's happening right now. So there's grounding exercises you can use. You can do sensory grounding techniques. Mm -hmm. You can do guided visualization. You may meditate. You may do deep, deep breathing. There's all of those tools which are readily available to you anywhere you choose to search on the internet. So using grounding techniques is a way to improve your focus. Going to therapy is another way to improve your focus. Limiting distractions is another thing I want to go back to. So identifying what are the things in your life that are distracting you and keeping you from focusing on things. You do have people who have attention deficit disorder and those types of conditions that make it harder for them to focus. Mm -hmm. But there are other things they can do as well to improve their ability to focus or remember things or to stay on track. Very practical things like checklists and writing down things so that they don't forget. Being able to calm themselves so that they can focus by playing music, deep breathing, so many other things that can be done to improve focus, even if you have an attention deficit disorder. But limiting distractions, what is distracting me? You know, I can list a thousand things. Well, probably not a thousand. I don't have time to do a thousand things, but I can list at least five things right now off the top of my head that I know have distracted me. Right. Sneeze. Have distracted me or could distract me from focusing on my goals and on the things that I really want to be achieving in life. So what are these distractions and how do I now replace them with something that's going to get me closer to what I want to be doing? Right, right. And just to bring some clarity, those distractions don't necessarily have to be negative things. Those things, we can be distracted by other goals and other plans that really it's not the time for us to be paying attention to, Mm -hmm. right? So like- 
Yeah. So I'm I'm talking about something that's going to happen five years from now, and I'm I'm giving that all my attention when I need to be focusing on right now. What what what's my job right now? What do I need to do right now? And so I think that is also can be looked at as a form of avoidance from my present situation. Mm-hmm. Those distractions, whether it be Facebook or YouTube, those are the things that our, our mind sort of automatically go to. But we can be distracted by things that aren't relevant right now. They're they're definitely important, but they're not as relevant as the present at the present moment. So I say that all the time. I say to my son, especially because he is very easily distracted. I always say, you're worrying about the wrong thing. Like, you're worrying about the wrong thing right now. And that's the perfect example of it. And we do it too as adults. And so that was a really good point that you made. It's not always just social media. Some people aren't on social media. Right. Some people don't watch a lot of TV. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes they're focusing on other people's business or Mm -hmm. worrying about the other people's lives. So they can't focus on their own. So worrying about the wrong thing. (laughs) Worrying about things you can't control. Right. And so to get better at focus, it may require you just to come back to yourself and figure out what do I need to concern myself with right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think sort of goes into that goal. What what was your original why for this particular situation? Mm-hmm. And then checking back in to say, so I was going to say the question you should ask yourself is why am I off track? But really that is not the question. I was actually watching a sermon yesterday and he said, we're asking the wrong questions to God. We're asking him, why is this and why? Is... So for example, if a chair is standing here, we're asking who put that chair there? When we should be asking what's the purpose of the chair. So I think sometimes revisiting the why, am I focusing on the right questions? Am I focusing on what I need to be focusing on right now? Why am I looking at that red dot when I should be looking at the chair? And why am I asking the question, why is the chair there or who put the chair there instead of what's the purpose of the chair being here? And I really do think that it takes, like you said, coming to yourself, checking in with yourself, saying, what's going on with me? How am I feeling? What am I doing? And then I think all of the other stuff starts to flow out. You start to realize that, wow, I've been spending a lot of time watching the news. No wonder my chest is tight. No wonder my shoulders are tight. And what is the purpose? What's the purpose? What is the purpose? What's the Go purpose? Go back to listen to, how do I find purpose? Yeah. I can better podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was so good. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, me too. I always enjoy our chats. I think. Yeah. And I think a lot of others do too. We appreciate all the feedback that you have been giving us on our episodes and, and how they've helped you. And we're going to continue to bring you more like this uh, as we wrap up 2020. Dun, dun, dun. quickly coming to an end yeah where did 2020 go you know it was a blur we got to do, do a podcast to wrap up 2020 specifically to 2020 i think so we need to do a time capsule episode yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome so yeah so i think for today that that about wraps it up 
Uh, we really want to get better at focusing, especially as we round out the year and come into the new year where you may be coming up with some new year resolutions. But even if you don't participate in that, it's always good to come to a, the drawing board and, and think about your goals and what you want to be accomplishing and how you can improve at focusing. So as usual, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, share, share, share the I Get Better podcast. It's available on all streaming platforms. You can pretty much find us anywhere. Just Google it. Yes, Google it. And it's I Get Better, all one word. Yep, I Get Better podcast. And you can also learn more about us and ourselves at greenhousecounselingfl.com. You got to start plugging that a little more. We find out more about our therapy practice and the things that we provide and the services that we provide on our website. So until next time, let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better. 